seems to me to be a tribute to the normality of people here, that they can laugh at a man who imitates Joe Jockey Peterson. The danger is that it can be seen in some way as a tribute to Joe Jockey Peterson. The same danger that is encouraged by calling him by the name Joe. It seems to me he should never be called by the name Joe. Because it's too familiar with something that is really a monster. I would argue that, that in Peterson, we have a creature that really comes out of dreams. Peterson is a creature that bears out the old saying that the sleep of reason is the birth of monsters. And I make this point not just to try to make poetry here tonight, but because it seems to me that because Peterson is already a kind of fascist, before the little big fascism in Australia, he does what the fascists did in the 30s in order to destroy all of the structures of ordinary democratic society. And that is to tap the secret fears and the secret hopes of people, to tap the used and simple things inside people and to destroy them in that way, to lure them to destruction. It seems to me that there's probably no person in this town today who hasn't felt that cut in their own being of what Peterson really is on about. It seems to me that it's such a fearful thing that most of us simply have to close it off. Otherwise, we can't go on being Queenslanders. Now, some people are no longer able to close off their insight into what a fearful thing Peterson is because they can see that Peterson is not a part of a rear guard. He's not simply a populist leader in the least progressive state in Australia. Peterson is part of the vanguard of contemporary capitalism. By which I mean that there's an electoral facade in Queensland which depends crucially on the rural backlog. But the real power in Queensland is held by people like Peterson and those who support him, and that means the mining fraction of big capital. That's the interest that underlies the apparently rural image of Queensland. And it can't be set off enough for this reason, that Queensland is not the only place in the world in which that, in which that form of advanced capitalism, which hardly any longer depends upon labour, is now moving into a state of civil society that has broken decisively with democracy. That is the real secret of this current struggle. It's not an isolated struggle in one union. It's not even simply an industrial struggle. That seems to me to be simply the beginning of it. It's really the culmination of a long process in Queensland in which people have been being destroyed for many years, and not simply as individuals, but as organized groups. It seems to me that long ago the destruction began with the destruction of real political parties in Queensland. It moved on to the destruction of the professional classes in Queensland. So that in issue after issue, we never hear any protest from organized groups of lawyers. It moves on again to the destruction of the media, so that Peterson now has absolute control over the media, and we don't have many journalists in Queensland who can really attack him in the way that some journalists in the rest of Australia would attack him. If he hadn't destroyed the infrastructure of a genuine press. He's also destroyed the educational institutions in this state. If you have the misfortune as I do, 
to work in one of the institutions of tertiary education in the state, and God help us if you work in secondary education or primary education, you know that those places are now intellectual wastelands. And worse than that, they're spiritual wastelands because people are absolutely trodden with individualism. People can no longer recognize that there's a need to discuss social issues and to act upon them. And I think it's gone even further than that because the main thing that he's destroyed is the ordinary decency of ordinary Queenslanders. He's destroyed the structure of public opinion. So it's now possible to commit outrage after outrage and people don't even perceive what is happening. That is the most crucial failure of all. But the two most dangerous failures are those that I have yet to mention. And the first, I think, is one with which we can only deeply sympathize and try to get the people who are responsible for it to finally fight. And what I mean is the trade union leadership of this state. And I make these remarks, I hope, in a constructive way, because it seems to me that a measure of the ferocity of Peterson and what he stands for is that decent men, when they began to perceive how far they would have to go and how much inconvenience they would have to cause to ordinary Queenslanders in order to really confront that terror of unleashed, unrestrained, completely amoral, hypocritical, and completely irreligious force, when they confronted that, they stood back. Now, in a way, we can't blame them because that is an ordinary decent human response. But I think we all now know that what we're facing is absolutely indecent, absolutely in many senses inhuman, and that there's anywhere that it will go in order to achieve the same. And that means that we're thrust back onto the other group, which is the rank and file of the whole working class movement in this state, and those who support them. And it seems to me that the time has come when we must recognise that there's a route that there's been a route in Queensland for something like 15 years, and that we are now in one of the deepest social crises that this state has ever confronted. A social crisis which can hardly be measured in Australian terms, because it's more like the road to goodness in Latin America. It's more like the 30s in Europe than anything that Australia has ever seen. And I only thank God that Peterson has got no control over the army. Because the citizen had control over the army, there would already be people lying dead in the street. And I think many of you people know that. So what I want to suggest is that the time has come when we see that we have to fight Peterson in the only way it's left to us, even if it seems that we're facing a dead end. And I think we shouldn't encourage any illusions about how easy it would be. Because if you think he's going to repeal the legislation, I don't think he is, and I don't think many people do. If you think that we can provoke an election, and that at that election, the ALP will win, I would encourage you to be very skeptical about that. Somewhere down the track, it seems to me we can win. But only going back to very simple basics. And I would argue that the simple basic thing we go back to is to rebuild social courage in Queensland.
of only one way to rebuild social courage when a society is so degenerated into a structural state as this society. And that is for people to be willing to use their bodies to make a protest, to engage in direct action. And it seems to me that many more people should join the picket. There should not be 20s and 30s. There should be hundreds of people at the picket. Yeah. 